1: at number one it's unions yep we're still
0: this. we're still strike recording but the strike is over but we have things to do we have a couple movies to to get out of the the funker first uh we were
2: talking about police and how they are bad again (laughs) except this this time the movie is really interested in how bad the police are well let's Mm. let's
0: Get the groundwork done. It's films and filth. The Citizen Kane of podcasting. Matt just did the first introduction.
1: Luke did the introduction before the introduction. Mark is introducing himself right now. Hi, I'm Mark.
2: Good job,
0: Mark.
3: And Thanks. hi, I'm Anna. Back at it again.
1: I guess. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Welcome
0: back. Heading to thank you. Heading to South Korea this time. Fun uh, fact:
1: I technically met Anna in Korea. Yeah. yeah, that's
0: true.
3: Ah. Oh,
0: cool. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> we did. We technically met in South Korea, so yeah,
0: in the Haeju Province. You well, didn't go not to Seoul though. You no, were in a different right city. You were in a
1: different. I city, no, I, ju- I just went to Seoul, but Anna did Busan and then Seoul. Oh, okay. Yes,
3: I when I first arrived, I went directly to Busan, and which actually I got to. Uh, to go to the Busan Museum of Movies, which is like a big, like Busan is a, I guess, cinematic um capital of South Korea. So that was interesting. I actually got a very fun um po- poster of all Bong Joon Ho's movies. So they're all like mashed together in an illustration. So that was cool. And then I went uh up north to Seoul, which is where I met. Look for the first time with my sister.
2: Awesome.
0: Right. And why? Why are we talking so much Korea today? It's because the movie is Memories of Murder. Yes. Two memories of of murder, murder. which I didn't know about the film. I guess I should have known about the film. I certainly know the director, but I haven't seen Parasite yet either because it's on our list. So I'm going to wait till we get to Parasite.
1: (laughs) Yep. Oh, yeah, Speaking of the list, listeners, we will actually be back on the list starting from December. Um, but we still had a couple more films that we'd earmarked when we thought the strike was going on. So we're going to get those out of the way first. This,
0: I mean, come on, he's on the list a few times anyway. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Looking at this makes perfect sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this is like when we did Parasite, maybe this would have been like the bonus if we felt really energetic and, and or something. Yeah. So. Well,
1: no, when we do Parasite, the bonus is going to be the other one of his films that I actually have seen. Which is, the of host. course, the kaiju movie. He <laughs> did.
0: Yeah. Oh right. Oh you yeah. The
1: seen
0: host. Snowpiercer? Oh, the host. Yeah.
1: has no <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's true. I have seen Snowpiercer. <laughs> okay. I just forget that one, sir, because it's all English. <laughs> yeah. That
2: is, that is a very it's a very Bong Joon Ho movie though. It's, uh, but mm-hmm. but the the funny thing is when Parasite was coming out, I knew that he had a movie called Parasite coming out, so I thought, oh, it's a sequel to Host. To the host, oh. No. Oh. <laughs> It's yeah, just no. a weird translation thing that just maybe you can
0: maybe you can no prize like it at Marvel Comics style. You no know prize Then and you find a way to tie them together. Mm. <laughs> I sure. mean, if you
3: think about it, there's also a host or several hosts in um, Parasite. So that is true. So yeah, I mean, it could be like a sequel, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <If you> really? These days, everything's
1: a shared universe, so I'm sure there is like the Bong Joon Ho shared universe. <laughs>
2: If we just ha- uh, so have someone use AI to edit Parasite and at the end one of the rich people takes their skin off and it's the monster from the
1: host, that would be great. Someone get on that, would, that right now.
3: Yeah, that would be that would be pretty cool.
1: Dude, they just had a strike about not using AI to edit their movies. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't throw a wrench in the plan. So uh, my history with this movie is last week Luke told me we we're doing a movie called Memory is a Murder and then I watched it. That's, well that's maybe maybe with the, with the what's
2: your history with Bong Joon-ho in general
0: um I I don't know Korean cinema nearly as well as I should could I mean you were like screaming at me yesterday because I haven't I've only seen the money shot in old boy um so <laughs> <laughs> this um, is
2: this is the funny thing I realized after we had that conversation you moved to Japan in the early 2000s and then kind of moved back in 2009 and a lot of the big Korean stuff that will at least I found out a lot about a lot of it during that period where you, you were just in Japan, so that's why I didn't make you watch Old Boy.
0: Yeah, well, you made me watch the. You showed me that one, the, the the big fight scene thing, right? So, huh? Okay. Um, you were just like, I didn't. I guess we didn't have time for the movie, so like, put this on. So otherwise, my history is just. Um, in 2014, there was like an insane blizzard in uh, Japan. So even Kanto, I was living in my body. We got a meter of snow, and the city shut down for. Two days, the mall was closed. I, I ransacked the Seven Eleven. I mean, I paid money for what I ransacked, but yeah, it was like very apocalyptic. And then, just mm-hmm. as it was starting to melt, the mall opened. I saw Snowpiercer, <laughs> so okay. that was great. Well, That's the perfect yeah, way to see Snowpiercer.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it is.
1: Yeah, I basically have no history of Korean cinema, other than like I said, I watched the host because I watch monster films, and. Me, Matt made me watch Snowpiercer when we were doing our sci-fi podcast, and that's it.
0: Yeah, I was saying that I couldn't remember if we had done a Snowpiercer episode or not, but I guess we did. And uh, yeah, actually, you could and see
1: especially it. since moving to Japan, like watching Korean films, it's like my only option is piracy. Yeah, because finding them with English subtitles ain't happening. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, my uh, old boy came out here, and I. Heard crazy things about it, and then I watched it, and it was crazier than I thought it was. Spoilers for much later in this podcast is my favorite movie, currently my favorite movie of the 21st century. Um, I I saw Mother when that sort of came out, and that was Bong Joon-ho's movie after the host, and then then grabbed the host around that time, and then everybody came became kind of obsessed with it, and uh, saw a few other South Korean movies along the way, even though probably should have seen more but i'm just not good at keeping up with
1: anything so So i should know this story but i don't but anna how did you get into korea (laughs) you asked a bad time i asked her right she took a drink
3: (laughs) no yeah i i have to um it's a long story that can be surmised in just that i lied i i lied in a resume that i knew korean when i only knew the alphabet and so Whatever happened, I started just learning Korean because I got a really good uh, job offer, and then by learning Korean, I I think I I saw Old Boy probably like a, a year prior, and I was very mesmerized by the language, and I was like, okay, this must be easy, right? Because it's Korean. Of course, it wasn't. Um, so I just knew Hangul, like the lang- uh, the alphabet, and then I just started watching. Um, mostly korean movies and i although i haven't watched the whole um vengeance trilogy by park chang-wook by the by the director of of um, Old Boy, i have watched i think every single feature that bong Juno ho has done like from barking dog never bites which i think it's uh, his uh first uh flander's dog i think it's in korean until parasite and then i think he's planning on Releasing a new one, I think it's called Mickey Mickey Six with Robert Pattinson, something like that. And uh yeah, so anyway, that's um I learned Korean. I speak a little bit, not not very much, and I just love bong juno, specifically films, because I I'm really not mm, much into Korean dramas, although the Hallyu and the Korean whatever is known for that. But there's a lot of of these new South Korean wave kind of movies, particularly Bong Joon-ho and, and Park Chang-wook. But uh, there's also like Kim Ki-duk, which I think he has made, I think he made The, the handmade or some 60s Korean movie, which was like a the, the Citizen Kane let's say, of the era, you know, like a post Korean War um, type of film industry that was just starting to build up from the ground. So that's so yeah. That's the the short version of um of my kind of obsession with Korean films.
0: See, I'm coming at it yeah. from the wrong way because uh, you know my in-laws uh, they like to watch the Korean dramas. So you know I'll come downstairs, and they're just ridiculously schmaltzy and melodramatic, and <laughs> and it, and there's, and it's I, I can't understand any of the Korean, so I can read like a few of the Japanese subtitles. Uh, my wife got pissed last weekend because one there was a few very melodramatic scenes, and I was like, what if we just like dubbed in some flatulence as they get very emotional? That, that would be fun.
2: <laughs> this is the thing <laughs> about like uh, Korean dramas. I haven't because I'm terrible at watching TV shows. I, I haven't really watched any of them, but some of them have these plot plots that are just completely insane. Like there's one I'm trying to look up the plot of this. There's one specifically I've heard of where it's like an immortal goblin is is in love oh, with a high school student. Okay, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Me. Okay, yeah, yeah, right, me. yes, <laughs> right. But but reading about this is just absolutely bonkers. I just I I have to assume I would love it if I ever get around to watching it.
0: Well, I so, asked my wife, "What's the charm? Why why do people in Japan like these so much?" She's like, "Well, things keep happening. They're not slow." <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Wow, you're speaking directly to me. Yeah, okay. I know <laughs> yeah. she could use.
1: Yeah, recently Mercy's been like showing me summaries of Mexican telenovelas, and it seems like Korean dramas are cut from the same cloth. (laughs) Just, what's the most insane plot twist we can have this week? It will happen. (laughs) Um, Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Speaking of plot twists, Luke, can you give us that rundown of memories of murder?
1: Uh, Well, the first half is Hot Fuzz, but in Korea, and then the second half is Zodiac, but in Korea. Mm. Nice. (laughs) <laughs> okay, that will do if I forget to give you a real one.
3: <laughs> that's basically the plot. It's just the zodiac version of yeah. um, in, in South Korea.
0: Yeah. I mean, Mark, I think you might have I think you might have colored my viewing of this cuz sitting directly next to me oh. is Zodiac. So I recently oh. watched Zodiac I, again.
2: I knew you had. So I told you, yeah, so I put, but, I planted it in your brain intentionally I because it's like- a good perspective. It is. I but very I deliberately have never
1: it. watched Zodiac
2: because no, I thing... won
1: a copy of it from a magazine and they never sent it to me. Ah, so I refuse to do. watch that film yeah. until Empire sent. This me one's my copy. longer.
0: It's the director's cut. Oh god!
1: Um, <laughs> the
2: thing about Zodiac is that the end, the guy they basic, the movie decides who the Zodiac is, and that mm. has been totally debunked. Uh, and also, the scene at the end. Halfheartedly decides. You could probably just stop watching before the end of the movie because the scene at the end is kind of stupid. Because Jake Gyllenhaal walks into a hardware store and then the guy says, "Can I help you?" and he says, "No, no, you can't." And then the guy looks like a murderer, and that's and that's the end. So it's I guess um,
0: let maybe I'll get that out of my system and just give my rundown because I was seeing it. They're watching it the whole time, like kind of comparing it to Zodiac. Um, mm-hmm. As far as art- artistry, yeah, they're both basically on an even keel but i'm an american you're showing me 70s san francisco and zodiac you're showing me actors i'm very familiar with whereas if i was south korean i'd be down with the 1986 korea i'd be down with the korean actors more so that predisposes me a little bit to zodiac and the other thing about zodiac that i love which is why i really like that movie is because you can basically put the scenes in random order and still watch it each scene of zodiac Mm. is like this weird like hermetically sealed thing and since they never really solved the murder it doesn't even matter the order you're watching it Uh, i i kind of wish dvd players did have like a shuffle and then i could watch zodiac on shuffle so
1: (laughs) (laughs) this is more because i didn't even realize this was kind of based on a real murder to the end so this is kind of more fictionalized than zodiac Mm -hmm.
2: yes and it it means that it
1: works as a drama about the characters rather than about the mystery well in zodiac uh,
0: it's kind of i feel like it is about the characters in the end because like i said the mystery you can randomize it It doesn't matter it's about hmm. people getting obsessed which there is some of that in memories of a murder but they also kind of like want to slag it off a little bit and uh go eat a cheeseburger which i can appreciate that of course but uh
1: oh but i'm just going off you just told me you can randomize the order of zodiac it doesn't sound like there's much of a character arc (laughs) but in (laughs) each
0: scene like like how the, there, there's a lot of character in each thing, but it's just, like, so disconnected um, as far as, like, following a plot thread, which, yeah, so it's like a it's like a watch, a, you know, a Swiss watch of a movie, basically, where just all the pieces are put together in a really cool way. But, yeah, this one has a little more narrative flow, so if that's your thing, then uh, Memories I, of Murder does have a leg up on Zodiac.
2: I mean, I know that um, Fincher gets accused of being... I don't know what the word for it is, a little bit calculating, which makes total sense Mm -hmm. because that is sort of like this perfect Swiss watch where this is, to me, this film is both funnier and sadder than Zodiac. I mean, partly because you see funny things and sad things, but also it's just the uh, tragedy of just the situation of all of it. And God, cops are terrible.
3: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess leave it to Bong Joon Ho to stick some dark humor and without taking any seriousness of the of the issue of the murders that did happen, but it is kind of funny still. I mean, well, yeah, I
1: think yeah. is that an Asian cinema thing generally because in Japanese stuff as well, there's often a lot of tonal shift, which mm-hmm. I feel like Western audiences complain about, whereas to me, I love that because that's that's life. Yeah, me too. It can be hilarious. And then two minutes later, it's the most tragic thing. And yeah, I think that works really well.
0: Well, retrospectively, I will read you the funniest note I took while watching this. I hope we're all up to date on our tetanus shots.
2: (laughs) I I am. (laughs) It's true. I am. It was I funny I was well. How
1: out. often are you meant to get them? Because I got them when I was in the police, but I haven't had one since. Oh, you need a, uh This is funny. Years? I was
0: talking. Yes, I was talking to Maddie one day, and he was talking about that. And like, I need a good tetanus shot. I haven't gotten one for 10 years. So if you're going to trust Maddie on tetanus, that would be the answer.
1: I kind of do trust Matty on being hypochondriac about medical issues. So. <laughs> so you I, I didn't know you had for.
3: to get them. Yeah. I didn't know you had to get them like regularly or at least for 10 years. I think I got a tetanus shot when I was five and that's Mm. about it. So yeah, hopefully I don't get hit with a rusty nail or something. (laughs) Hopefully. uh,
2: Just get
1: it taken care of right away. If that happens, I got one
0: two years ago. So I guess I'm good for a while.
1: Did I get tetanus from waking up with the stigmata?
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know. Were the nine inch nails rusty? I mean, some, (laughs) <laughs> they, they, <laughs> those
0: are nice clean bought from Ace hardware nails, man.
2: They're Nothing
0: bo- but the best for Trent.
2: They clean them with holy water or something. I don't know how I don't know how that stuff. Shate the water, water
1: became holy when it cleaned them.
2: Of course.
0: Okay. So where do you want to take uh I guess let's let's focus directly on this movie. We'll maybe stop thinking about Zodiac so oh. much and uh yeah, yeah. focus okay, on this one.
2: So the opening of the film says this is a story of a film, uh, a, a murder inspection that happened during a military dictatorship. Did yeah. anyone mm-hmm. take that opportunity to research South Korean politics or were you familiar with South Korean politics before this? Because I, I, was, I
0: was not a little and familiar, I learned a lot. You sound like the guy I'm that very knows stuff vaguely at the
1: familiar because I live close to it, but you're probably now more familiar than me.
2: Uh, yeah, it, it, well, there's so much. There is so much. It's crazy. Mm it's just presidents killing candidates things like this but this took place during the fifth republic of korea so it's the fifth government since the korean war which is wild there are people who uh, apparently uh if you're over 50 in korea you probably speak japanese or something like that maybe maybe not over 50 maybe over maybe older than that yeah it might be when when this
1: film came out it would have been over 50 yeah yeah
2: probably
0: I mean, there is just uh, like continuing weird resentment between the two nations. Which sometimes we're buddy buddies again. Then three weeks, like, nah, we're kind of pissed at each other again.
1: It feels like the older generations hate each other, but the young generations, like everyone, every kid in Japan, loves Korea. And like when we were in Korea, there was you know Pokemon and stuff everywhere. So I think that's just just gonna die out when the old people die out. But the old,
2: it's weird how cultural cash can do that because, you know. Just, just based on Korean food and movies and music, I love, I love them very much. Not that I didn't love them before, but I was like, I, I feel an attachment that I wouldn't otherwise. I guess Japan is the same thing. But, well, Korea is um, a little different because
0: I mean, basically, a lot of these governments were quite repressive up until what the late '90s is it, and that's kind of where I yeah. guess the Korean pop culture explosion oh. happens because everyone suddenly, you know, it's like uncorking a, a bottle.
2: Well, interestingly, the the Sixth Republic was or ended was dissolved in 1987, which is a year after this movie. So, six. So they had fifth and
0: six. That fast. You can
2: kind of see the seams. It's sort of like a do the right thing situation where you could feel the kind of the tension bubbling up in the background. I mean, if you see it through that lens.
0: But we, yeah, I think you get a. (laughs) I think
3: you get a sense of it uh, because there's a part where. Um, I mean, spoilers, I guess, I guess of the movie when it's raining and the sound, a specific sound is, is playing on the radio and they are certain like the police officers, they are certain that a murder is going to happen. And when the chief, I guess, tries to call for um, reinforcement. It cannot be done because people are trying to suppress uh, manifestation in Suwon, I guess. And you get the sense of it. And I think if I'm not mistaken, in 1985, there was a massacre in Gwangju, I guess, like in the southwest part of Korea. So that might also play a part um, of it all. Like you can still feel a kind of bubbling sense of um, unrest. So, yeah.
1: I think we, we even literally see a couple of riots in the film. Mm-hmm. And we don't it seems like no one likes the cops. Yeah, throughout so, the movie. So you see
2: the cops doing heinous things like hanging a guy upside down and kicking him a yeah. bunch of times. And you feel in the movie like they can just do whatever they want and then you pretty quickly see them getting in trouble, screamed at and then they're on the news. So mm-hmm. it's it's interesting that And uh, another interesting thing, I don't think they go into this in the film, but as far as the person that this film is based on, uh, part of why he confessed, to they they caught the guy in 2019, and part of why he confessed to the murders is because the statute of limitation for murder in South Korea at the time was, I believe, 10 years. And then it went up to 15, and then then it was uh, done away with, thankfully, but it was it didn't apply to past murders. But if it but, makes uh, you feel
0: better, he was already doing life in prison for what,
1: raping yeah. his sister in law. So Yeah, he he, he had he so many murdered. crimes that it didn't really matter if he confessed to a couple more. Yeah.
2: Which is I mean, I, I like the fact that it doesn't it, it it doesn't correspond to the movie because then the movie can just kind of be its own thing. Mm. Yeah, because um, he was
1: he was caught a couple of years after the movie, right?
2: Yeah, he couldn't have been the guy in the, the epilogue who went and said he wanted to see the things that he'd done, which mm. doesn't matter because that's a great scene, and who cares?
0: Yeah, Yeah, this movie's 2003, yeah. so there's quite a bit of time before they uh, actually uh, solved the case or, or whatnot.
4: <clears throat> mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, uh, so you were talking about it seems, at first it seems I like think they, they can do whatever they want. It's interesting, most of the times the chief's telling them off, it's not for doing heinous things, it's just for being too obvious about it.
3: Yeah. That's why they had to cover the guy who got tetanus had to mm. cover his boot so he wouldn't leave marks on the guys, he would just kick what's that called when you just jump and kick someone like
1: drop kick. Uh, A drop, drop kick. G-
3: yeah. Yeah. Incredible.
1: If, <laughs>
3: just why? Just evil.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's evil, evil but it's incredible.
3: It, it is. It's I very funny. It.
1: I love when the, the soul detective first shows up and he just gets drop kicked because they think he's chasing yeah. that woman. That was a great drop yeah. kick.
2: Yeah.
0: It is it yeah, is like funny. the the Keystone cops, just with more, you know, maggots and gore.
2: Yeah, this is close to a screwball comedy at times, which I really appreciate. The whole thing where there's an entire subplot of of the cop just going to the to the sauna staring at guys' dicks for like fifteen minutes amazing
1: <laughs> so yeah
2: just
1: well that's amazing. what i was say it's it the first half is mostly felt like a comedy just about how crap they were at trying to catch this guy mm. and then eventually when it's sort of like when the characters realize how bad they are at this it stops being funny
4: mm.
3: yeah
2: it feels earned which i think american films are sometimes very bad at at earning their tonal shift even Mm. marvel films which probably people would say do that pretty well nowhere don't do it anywhere near as good as this well Well, they'll often undermine themselves as well whereas what i think is
1: good here once the tonal shift happens it stays pretty serious for the remainder of the film Mm. there's not really any like return to levity or like breaking of that tension
2: have uh have any or all of you seen sympathy for Mr Vengeance
1: you haven't even heard of that
2: okay uh, that,
3: I don't think I have
2: that's Park John Wilks movie he did before Old boy and it's a very serious and beautiful film and it's really interesting when um you kind of put that up against old boy and Lady Vengeance which are both kind of wacky it's almost like that style is that that style is a great. Thing, uh, comparison to the second half of this film. So it's sort of like, I don't know, it's great how this, this film sort of has two different things. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you, you, you like the, the, uh,
1: it came out around by, this time.
2: Okay. The,
0: the dual nature of the film there, yeah, that makes it sound yes, smart, right? The
2: duality of man, the
0: duality of celluloid, because I guess they're still yes. shooting on film at this point.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: that said i mean joint security area came out a few years before this and it was a little more serious and a little rough around the edges but also it's pretty much just takes place in the demilitarized zone which i didn't look up a bunch of politics because i, I feel like as americans were taught north korea bad demilitarized zone dangerous south korea good and that's about all we know about anything well the only well, shot
0: you ever see is that gate right the line so
2: it's yeah and I mean video games do that a lot look the demilitarized zone here you go shoot a bunch of North Koreans pixels yeah <laughs> was it mercenaries Did you ever play that
1: no I heard of it though We th- there was a tour of the demilitarized zone we could have gone on but we weren't in Korea long enough oh. but I was interested
2: yeah that would yeah. be pretty interesting
3: it, it would be I mean, really dangerous, but really interesting too. Mm. I mean, probably us not being American, like Luke and I, that would be probably less dangerous than yeah. if an American were to go there. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, I would
2: be afraid. I'd I'd mess everything up because it's the whole thing. You know, what well, the American who went on the tour of North Korea and stole the sign, and then they like returned oh, yeah. his body with his teeth in backwards or something. I. I wouldn't do that, but I would still be afraid that I'd say the wrong thing and be like, whoops. <laughs> I am camp.
0: highly curious putting on YouTube videos of uh, North Korean tours. So that's, that's one of, that's a rabbit hole I fall into every six months or so. Usually there's a couple new ones by yeah. then. I uh, you- the, haven't for the
1: watched those, but recently there was a lady who defected and there was a bunch of videos of like her reacting to memes and stuff.
2: Whoa. I and she was talking about that.
1: how, when you get a haircut in North Korea, there's like 20 acceptable haircuts and you just go in and say the number
2: whoa <laughs> I met some people really like that
1: but, yeah I, I mean if you're like socially awkward at least you don't have to think about your haircut you just pick from the character creator menu but yeah
2: yep yeah. it's like the the combo meal I was lo- number six
0: except that all <laughs> but, 20 of the haircuts are, are variations on the on the Kim Jong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For women too. For dudes, you're probably right, but yeah, women have <laughs> yeah. slightly more variation, <laughs> I think.
2: Um, I are, are any of you obsessed with the unfinished North Korean hotel? It's like the, one of the largest buildings ever made that oh,
0: is yes. finished Oh yes. Oh <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I t- I've watched so many
2: of these videos
0: of <laughs> <laughs> there,
2: The thing is there was there was some uh, misinformation obviously that you could book a room at that hotel. And no, I was you trying. Can't. I was going down these rabbit holes to be like, "Can you?" <laughs> no, you can't. It's no, uh, the so tours. Weird.
0: They ha- uh, Pyongyang has like kind of a, you know, an island in the river, which is like foreigner land where they build a hotel, and you know, you, you mm-hmm. don't leave the hotel until they take you somewhere, which has been curated for you to see.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, yeah,
1: exactly. We're, we're going down this North Korea rabbit hole. Did they mention the North once in this film? I don't. I think don't so. think so.
3: I don't think
0: yeah. so. No. But the um relationship would have been quite different in the in 1986 as well. I, f- I mean obviously mm-hmm. there's contention still but North Korea what uh, until the famine I think was considered to be a you know economically successful especially in the was, 60s. Oh. I think they were doing better in the south in the 60s.
2: Well part of why I started going down the whole rabbit hole of politics was because the opening saying this this is a murder investigation that took place during a military dictatorship. My thought was, "Oh, this is North Korea," because it's not like they wouldn't go mm. there. But I was mm-hmm.
0: like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> nope, nope. It's a different military. Di- that's a military dictatorship, yeah. not not a Juche form of government.
1: Yeah. I think yeah. I missed this sign at the beginning because it took me about an hour into the film to even realize it wasn't set in two thousand
4: three.
1: Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. <that's> fair. <laughs> That we might know, have been it's, it's the countryside of Korea. I don't know. Maybe they were using typewriters in 2003.
3: Yeah, no, hey, it stands <laughs> the test of time. You know, like yeah. it is it 2003? Is it 86? Is it 71? I mean, who knows? So, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah.
2: well, this is also sort of how Japan is, right? Wouldn't you guys say that Japan now still has sort of shades of 80s? Yeah,
1: people always bring up that everyone talks about Japan being high tech. But it was high tech in the eighties, and then just hasn't moved.
2: Yeah, I mean, but also Japan kind of doesn't just recklessly tear down things, which is kind of nice, coming from a place where they will they will tear down a McDonald's if it's five years old.
1: Um, <laughs> yes and no, Japan does just knock down like really iconic buildings just to put a boring ass concrete structures Sometimes, yeah, mm-hmm. and also to- it just. buildings are built to wobble right because of earthquakes Mm -hmm. so they're generally replaced a lot more well i don't know about america but you know i come from a city where we have a like 600 year old street that people still live in so
2: yeah we we have the only thing we have are 600 years old we we stole all (laughs) of us also (laughs) with houses
0: it's kind of rare for A family to move into a house where someone else has lived it's much more likely you will tear down the old house and build a new house because you don't want like you know the i don't want to say spirit but for the essence of Hmm. the previous occupants uh, if you live in that house
1: to the point that for the first couple of hundred years of japanese history every time the emperor died they would tear down the capital and build a new one wow
2: Wow, okay, it's just a bunch of rice paper, so you just crumple it. Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's the whole idea that like every everything has a kami, you know, that uh, a god, that mountain has a kami, right? This house Mm -hmm. has has its own sort of kami, which is that family's. So you need to have your own, like uh, the house I'm sitting in. They built this in the late '90s, so it's not that old a house.
4: Mm.
1: Well, something else I noticed watching this film, um, to go back to Korea instead of Japan. Because they talked about like, oh, maybe it's a bald guy, like a Buddhist monk. But then I was re- like, they talked about, oh, he's a good guy. He goes to church every Sunday. Like Korea's religious profile is very different to Japan's, I think.
3: It's very different. I think it's very influenced by the
1: mm.
3: by the West. Mm. And it's, do you remember, Luke, that when we were just walking, we're all in a group and we look, well, we'll look clearly not Korean, like mm. foreign. Uh, and there was a guy in Korean just preaching about Jesus. And then with the second he glimpsed at us and noticed that we were in Korean, he just switched to English like in a second. And he just started like, sweet Jesus, baba, like just um trying to get us to give money to. And that has never happened to me in Japan. Like I've mm. never been approached or by someone talking about Jesus. There are people, which I don't understand, but my sister has told me, oh, that they... They pray to Mount Fuji, and I was like, "Oh, good for them! Yeah. More power I've to been them!" Approached but um, by
1: those guys, it exists. And I have had a lady try and get me to get in the bus and join her cult. <laughs>
3: <But> they're not. <laughs> but they're not yelling, right? They're not no. with, a, yeah. with a megaphone and just trying to get people to join their church or whatever. But that well, is a very. Mm-hmm.
1: We also saw that big ass anti-abortion parade with like Ooh. some priests and nuns in there.
3: We did.
2: Yo, do they have uh, like grotesque signs of fetuses and stuff like they, that?
3: They didn't have as many as you would expect a march of that nature would have in America or in Mexico, for example. People would be just with very graphic pictures of um, fetuses and babies and whatnot. In this march, there were, I think I saw two or three. Like it wasn't, there weren't a lot, but it, a lot of um text just like life is life and whatever
1: yeah I but know, also was... like a bunch of like monks walking along in their hoods, yeah. looking very ominous mm-hmm. so <laughs> well it is,
3: is a... a very christian society i
2: i always um uh matt you'll remember when you lived in the states that uh where you grew up had a lot of korean churches which yeah, is sort of I how i found that out kind um, of in
0: korea town and when i was teaching uh when one of my stints back from japan most of my students were either vietnamese or korean and the Korean ones were usually like baptist like not even just christians but just like yeah. hardcore you know or their families were i guess the students probably you know how much is a 12 year old actually part of a of a religion <laughs> but
2: <Yeah>. well <laughs> interestingly wikipedia at least as of 2015 which the number might have even gone down since then says 27.6% christianity 15% buddhism 56% no religion so that's less than i thought i for some reason i'd been told that it was 50 50 christianity probably religious
1: people yeah you you, yeah you tend to get that result everywhere it's like actually like more than 50 percent of people just are not religious these days
2: Mm -hmm.
0: but maybe um,
1: they're they're, people are christian on christmas you know (laughs) i know you
2: said it but um... that's what i grew up with is the comfortable it's like my family has actually kind of gotten more religious or more loud about it over time Like We were kind of a more uh, 50s sitcom kind of family Mm. growing up where it's just you go to church and that's cool. Um, Like at least here, religions. I mean, nobody's particularly
0: religious in Japan except for, uh, uh, you know, a monk or something here. I'll give you religion in Japan. We went to a shrine Sunday morning because my daughter wanted to pray at the shrine. So we would get tickets from the lottery for next year's Jojo musical.
1: Hell Yeah. (laughs)
2: By the way, yeah,
0: we're going to the Jojo this. musical.
1: Have, yeah, you got, do it. You, have you got the lottery tickets yet?
2: We, we got the tickets. Oh damn. <clears throat> so, I, I, this, so so I hope that <laughs> roundabout is represented in this. I've decided to teach myself nothing about it before I see the three and a half hour <laughs>
0: musical. And just that's going to be my introduction to JoJo
3: is it
1: jojo's bizarre adventure
3: That's
1: yeah because that... me and Marcy are also on the waiting list for those tickets <laughs> oh, wow! Oh, my, my
0: wife did did do two spots and if you if we got both spots we were going to offer them to you but we didn't get the other okay. one sorry <laughs> but we did think about it
2: man i wish i could afford to fly to japan to see it <laughs> i wouldn't know anything was going on but Anyway. Right, that's half
0: the fun. Um, yeah. Something when I was just before he got on, you know, reading a little bit about the movie where the the um, filmmaker who's somebody say it because so I'm too dumb to say his name properly. Nobody's Bong Joon-ho? You know? Oh, sorry, you. sorry. He said well, sorry, <laughs> his, his, <yeah>. his aesthetic <laughs> for this film basically awesome. was um, he wanted to mix beautiful landscapes with grotesque corpses. That was the aesthetic he <laughs> was looking for, which I guess is pretty much exactly where this lands. That's, mm, that's pretty
3: a- accurate to the aesthetic of the of the film. Yeah,
2: That's a lot also, like sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, too.
0: Yeah, I also found it interesting that they filmed it in a different rural area than where the murders actually happened, basically because a lot of the victims' families were still alive and they were like, that would be really horrible and uh, exploitative if we just film it in the correct place. So it's basically filmed in a completely different spot.
1: I kind of love I think, that. Like it's not. I, I don't think, think I prefer fictionalizing something like this than make because even if you do it real, it's still basically fiction.
3: Yeah, I but... mean, it's not a documentary. You know, you don't mm. need to go to the actual mm-hmm. places. If his intent was to show just um, to just show the beauty of a um, Korean scenery and then just a very graphic and very um, horrible story, you could. You could have done that. I mean, he did that, and you mm. could do it in any other place. Like you don't need to go to. What was the pla- The name of the place? Gyeonggi something. Uh, let me just Google it. Nineteen eighty six murders. Hmm. Uh. Yeah, Hwasan. You you did you didn't need to go to that specific place, to capture the beauty, of Korean scenery.
0: Yeah, I I recently I've just been like. Staring at Google Earth more for whatever reason, and you know, mostly looking for weird islands, um, because that's kind of fascinating. But you know, I was like kind of looking around in Korea just because I'm like, gee, I don't know much about the geography of Korea. You know, I know Seoul's up at the top and Busan's down kind of at the bottom, and that's about all I know. So, uh, it's, it's kind of you know, in our digital age, you can kind of fly down in these areas. So, yesterday I was kind of like trying to figure out, like, without doing the proper research what what area we would be looking at in this movie because i mean uh, luke and i in japan we live in a part that isn't obvious people when they think of japan abroad probably are not thinking about nagano vibes too much
1: well sometimes i, I see something put nagano at the wrong point on the map when i'm drawing it <laughs> because it feels more north than it is
2: <laughs> Sometimes I see something really cool in Japan, and I think about recommending you guys that you should go to go to it. And then I look at a map, and it's like a hundred miles from where you are. And then I just yeah, don't you bother. want us to see
0: something cute? should
1: you, still I think. recommend yeah. it because I'll add it to the list.
2: <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, the, that was really special. The thing where it's just a, a random sign that makes a combination of nonsense words. Hmm. Like it was like piss, kill, die. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly what it was. <laughs> You can
0: put words together on your own if you want. It'd be a new hobby. Yeah, but I want yourself. a
2: giant, gigantic neon mechanism to do it, though.
0: Well, you gotta put some work into it. That's Come on.
2: Art. <laughs> I, guess I guess I was I just could curious.
1: So the only actor in this film I knew, obviously, was Song Kang-ho.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I'm trying to decide, trying to figure out where he was born, if that was in a more rural province. Because um, he was oh, obviously cast yeah. here as the the country bumpkin, and he was born right in the very south of South Korea.
3: Yeah, he, he is... was born. I, I literally just googled him, and he was born in Kime, which I think it's very close to Busan. Yeah, okay, south in the south, I had some students from that city from Kime, and um, uh, yeah, from the south, Busan. Yes,
1: he was yeah, great he... in this because he has just a generally likable vibe. So it really takes you a while to realize that he's like, and then the first time we see him, it's like, oh, I've got the eyes. I can see the criminals, whatever. takes you a long time to realize that actually he's not a good cop.
3: Yeah.
2: He's, I mean, he's the guy. He's in a lot of things we've already talked about. Oh, yeah. He's in pretty much
1: every film we've mentioned so far.
2: (laughs) And he's in Parasite. I mean, it's, uh. Yeah, he's I don't I don't know how big he is amongst Korean actors but he's I don't know. Yeah,
0: yeah no, I, he's
3: pretty he's pretty big.
0: I think Carter. when we do see a, a you know a cop movie or something we typically do assume we're watching relatively competent cops unless they're made to look obviously corrupt. Where yeah, this mm-hmm. is kind of a slow burn like oh even the guy from Seoul kind of sucks, you know? Like these oh, guys yeah. are not good at. Mm-hmm. And and that actually makes me think a little bit of a, another David Fincher film where w- when you really think about 7 brad pitt's like the worst detective ever
2: <laughs> yeah you're not and, and supposed so, to shoot the guy at the end oh and the <laughs> other worst spoilers. detective ever
0: more more yes exactly uh the, the bat patents and batman and the batman he's also the worst detective ever by the way having just watched right. that again <laughs> mm. <laughs> he never figures it out and then the city gets destroyed <laughs>
2: But he figures out what it means to be Batman, and that's all that matters. Well, he let the Riddler screw him over five times a Sunday. (laughs) That's what it means to be Batman. Okay, (laughs) I don't know. I don't. I can't explain that movie, and I don't know if I liked it.
0: Anyway, we
1: can't have another podcast where we just talk about the Batman for the podcast.
0: Just for the, the modern version of an American crime drama, that's that's memories of a murder in twenty twenty two, basically.
2: <laughs> I, I I love Jeffrey Wright. I'm glad memories they of murder, give, Jeffrey, excuse me. give Jeffrey Wright a job. That's cool. That movie's great cause give Jeffrey Wright more work, please. Yeah,
1: everybody. Well and then the other actor playing detective Sir. Sir, is that how you pronounce it? That's how it was written in the subtitles.
3: I'm sorry. <laughs> um yeah. Yeah yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so there he, was a little
2: bit of an issue. Sorry, there was a little bit of an issue with nobody called each other by their names ever mm. in this film. Well, <laughs> you yeah. just got to remember,
1: and Fucker were the main characters. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, or Soul
2: <laughs> Detective, or you know,
3: yeah, it's a, I'm not going to repeat. You don't usually call each other. Well, I actually noticed. Um, it's a very specific scene where there are two guys and then the woman, the the cop. Who's dressed in red and there were two young kids um, running and she was like come, come in here because it's it's pouring whatever one of the kids in korean calls the lady cop um sister older mm. sister which is a very uh, kind of in japanese you know like an or each like, you know someone thing, yeah. and then the guy just automatically corrects her and, be- and says to her "Hey, don't call her that even though she's a woman and she might be older than you she's um what uh, service de- detective blah blah and just mm. the the last name so it's a very um, hierarchy kind of language where you have to call someone by it's not uh, so the detective So, it's the detective from soul or detective general yeah. or whatever so and Seki which is just bastard <laughs> and that's it <laughs> yeah
1: but well, I found it interesting he was introduced a little later into the film. So I was, I, th- I thought he was going to be more of an antagonist role because yeah, at the start of the film, because I didn't know it was based on a true story or anything, I was expecting them to catch the killer. Right. So I was thinking, like, oh, okay, so is it this country cop's going to show the big city guy that they, you know, like he's, like he's telling him at one point, you know, we have folk knowledge. And then as we realized what, what shits the country cops are, I'm like, okay, so no, it's going to be the other way around. And the city guy is going to show them how to be modern. And then, yeah, eventually it turns out, no, they're just all terrible. <laughs> they've, just got terrible uni-
3: and,
1: yeah.
0: they've got university group sex classes in Seoul. Is that what they say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: It's just when I'm the
0: looking at most the first, unhinged. No, when I'm, I'm I'm sitting here like, you know, I wasn't thinking about this movie being funny, but then I'm looking at my notes. And like you said, in the first half, we got the uh, the nicey shoes. Um, yeah, that, that, that was pretty good. <laughs> You know, and then there's a the callback
2: because you see them roll out from under the train at the end. Yep.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, if they work, you know, it could be better than Nike. We don't know.
2: off nices. Yeah. <laughs> that's that does not proper use of that, but anyway. Mm. Go on, Matt. Sorry. Oh, I, uh,
0: I those were the, the main ones. I guess that there was one other one that did get my attention, but uh, well, I just liked I got shamanized, but we already mentioned that, so. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tell people I, oh 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 yes yes uh, the other one that was um folk wisdom to to live in a country the size of your dick that that sounds like a good That sounds like a good rule of dick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't call it a rule of thumb in that case can you <laughs> oh, um okay now now that I'm trying to do stand up from my notes based on a movie I watched last night uh shall we shall we get to our do you have other other big observations? Of the only other, than other big this?
1: observation I have is, and I don't know how deliberate this is, for a film about women being murdered, the only two sort of, well, there's three basically women's roles in the film. There's like his girlfriend slash nurse slash drug dealer.
3: yeah.
1: There's the female detective who no one takes seriously. And there's an escaped victim.
3: Yeah, no, it's not, it doesn't pass back the Bechdel test, in my opinion. And, um, yeah.
1: But it's, I suppose it's what it's about is about men failing to do these things. So I could see that as a deliberate, like, oh, they don't actually get the opinion of a woman, which might be useful in this situation. That's, yeah, interesting. That is, yeah that's interesting. That's East Asian bureaucracy yeah <laughs> it's it sort of falls
2: under the category of i just forgive it for not being super forward thinking but it's 2003 i don't i don't know i don't know how this stuff really works.
0: but i mean well, yeah but, i mean the, the yeah, film is... talk about film itself. yeah i got you but no uh both both koreas and japan all rate pretty low on uh women's rights when you uh put, stack all the countries against each other like mm-hmm. now
2: yeah. well it yeah things may have changed by now now no, but no, i no, haven't I'm talking seen a like whole reason. lot of korean films from the past five years to be honest which i should change
0: i mean in japan you know, i'm just I mean, i'm a to bring it because i live here so i know that better mm-hmm. but when uh, yeah. i ha- introduced to his new cabinet he's like out of on my 18 person cabinet i now have three women look how progressive i am <laughs> well
2: South Korea did have a a woman president much earlier than the U.S. did, but she is in jail for corruption. (laughs) However, I mean, if a president of a country can go to jail for corruption for 20 years, that's that's pretty pretty great, man. Why don't we do that in America?
3: Really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, one would argue that because she was, I think, the first female president of South Korea, she was more likely, I mean, Okay, so she's the daughter of a dictator. So let's start there. You know, like, yeah. let's just, yeah. that's the baseline. Um, and people neglected like, her. Yeah, exactly. A feminist icon. And then turns Hashtag out robots. she was, <laughs> she girl bossed a little bit too close to the sun. And she was, <laughs> um, I guess, in like a cult or something. So she shared some things that she shouldn't have with the daughter of the leader of the cult. And uh, I think was she that's. A Mooney? Wow, I I think so, and there's also the, I forgot, but the tragedy of the ferry that happened in early Mm. 2010s, which is a horrible thing where a ferry from Busan to Seoul uh, crashed, and it was filled, well, not filled, but there was like a class of high schoolers or middle schoolers, and they all died because they were told to listen to the captain, and the captain flee the ferry so they all died like a bunch of kids and a lot of people were like oh this president she didn't do things fast enough like she didn't act fast enough fast enough because allegedly she was getting like a haircut or something so there's a bunch of you know she a girl boss what do you want me to tell you and so yeah even though she was the first president of of Korea well that not yeah, she's a woman, but that doesn't mean she might be a good president. So well, George W. had to oh, finish I'm... his
2: children's book before responding to 9/11, <laughs> and we make fun of we'll make fun of him for a hundred years after he dies for that. Yeah. Um, also, I'm looking I'm looking at her uh, Wikipedia picture, and she has this look on her face like she is so disgusted by everything. Which well, at this point, I suppose she is. No, I mean this is an official portrait from when she was sworn in. Not it's not the mug <laughs> shot. But anyway.
0: We get we get good presidential mug shots in America now.
2: <laughs> you have to. You have to you have to market marketing is a required skill which is why I'm going to be a failure forever. Mm. Check out um, my website that I haven't updated any of them.
0: <laughs> so, let's put this one out um how much of it's filmy, how much of it's filthy? I mean, it's
1: actually considering the subject matter not that much filth. They don't really show the gruesome details. Well, they, they show a few gruesome details, them. but they don't yeah. dwell on. Not them. that much, really, yeah. They tend I... to show people reacting or things just off camera.
0: That's kind of more disturbing a lot of the time though. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like <laughs> the uh what is it the the when was the steward is telling us about the evil dead where the, the British edit kind of makes it more disturbing.
2: Mm. Or the balloon in M.
0: Right, right. This is kind of
2: like M, right? It it has little shades of that.
0: We're following the police and not. Well, I guess we don't get into peer. No, we don't way. follow anyway. So we don't we don't get the figure really in this, which is a big difference. Mm. But otherwise, yeah, mm. a little bit about you know trying to uh, wrangle the community and and being ineffectual on in your own right, that sort of thing.
2: Yeah, and the slice of life stuff. It's you're watching it. You're watching a city that you can't live in because it doesn't exist anymore. I don't know. That's the charm of a period piece. I just explained period pieces. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're watching sort of the clockwork of people going about their business and, and how they react as a society to all this stuff. Mm. But yeah,
0: of, of course, the film watch, I mean, coming up, well, I don't know if it's a film or a filth, but people seem to like parasites. I'm assuming I'm going to like parasite and, and I'll be much happier seeing the movie, knowing that I've seen a few of his earlier movies like this. Mm. Uh, Par- Holmes, Parasite's a much films.
2: different movie, but if you but it has the same sense of dark sense of humor and the you know Yeah, there's like, definitely a
0: filmmaker voice here. And I, I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. It, I guess having a voice isn't always make it film, you know. Like I wouldn't no, you, John Waters 70s films I mean, are great, they have a voice, but they're absolute filth.
3: <laughs> well, great filth. I mean that's yeah. the point of a John Waters film but uh yeah you could see from Bong Joon-ho that I guess he was from his first movie and then Memories and Mother and Okja and Snowpiercer he's trying he was shaping his voice like this is clearly a person who's making a film who has something to say and like an opinion or a point of Mm. view so I don't know I for me it's a film it has little feel but I am very biased because I love Bong Joon-ho so that's that's me.
2: <laughs> I'm also biased and I love this because my sense of humor and sensibilities are very dark. So this is total film for me, regardless of what all the terrible things that happened. Um,
4: yeah.
0: yeah. Well, again, there were so yeah. many funny things we... that happened in the first half.
2: <laughs> I mean, wait till you see all the horrible stuff that happens in Old Boy and when I call that a film. <laughs> I mean, there are people that you see a Reddit conversation about Old Boy and people are like, I couldn't watch any more than 20 minutes of it. <laughs> a lot of oh, people I, can't watch
3: that i had a meltdown when i watched uh, old boy for the first time i i needed 30 minutes to collect myself because yeah
4: mm-mm.
2: legit i i just went and gleefully watched it again knowing the thing <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I mean when you know that
0: happened in the film. when you know Whoa!
3: what's going to happen you enjoy the the movie a- for what it is and the whole corridor scene i mean it's masterful but uh you you're kind of create something against the shock of old boys so yeah but yeah
2: i understand i mean i can't watch Lars von trier movies which a lot of people have no problem watching i can't yeah matt's tried to show me them and i couldn't
0: well um our 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 friend scott still hates bjork just because of dancer in the dark (laughs) (laughs) he won't listen to her music because of dancer in the dark
2: i didn't blame well i never listened to that soundtrack ever again because of that movie,
0: <laughs> but maybe some other ones. You can listen to the yeah, one I, where she's like gay. I don't.
2: Cover. I don't blame Bjork. In fact, I think that she said that she hated it and would never work, never went, was in a film ever again because of that movie. Until The Northman, which I still highly, highly recommend to you guys and to everyone listening. Your your Conan yeah. movie that you want, that you really yeah. want.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Tell you what I want. What I really, really want. Yeah,
2: tell you what you want, what you really want. Come coming soon, Spice World to this podcast. Can't wait okay. for that either.
1: Is Spice there? World on our list, Matt?
0: Oh hell yeah! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> With the guest okay, committed wait. years nice. in advance.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's um, one of the Spice Girls.
0: It's one of the Spice. It's it's uh it's Ice Spice. Nice. Actually, that'd be that'd be a giant get, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <They> would. <laughs> <laughs> Don't expect Ice Spice for that. Okay. It's Colonel um, Sanders. There are a disturbing <laughs> amount of one reviews, one-star reviews on this movie, which I don't know if that's just people don't like to watch things with subtitles or what. But I, I guess I'll do one. Uh, it just says boring. By uh, maybe fifty years ago, it would have been a good movie, but today computers and gadgets have taught us something completely different. Even at the speed of X2, which I watched, it was still very boring for a long time and tedious. We have lost the habit of such a prolonged action. Our brain feels like a person who has come out and desserts desserts, who are given water drop by drop every 10 minutes. You will inevitably go crazy. I'm very glad that Korean cinema has become much richer and richer over the years. If this is a thriller, then it should keep in suspense. And this film does not hold at all, only raises thoughts when it is over. Too absolutely do not recommend wasted time. I liked how it started off mildly coherent and then just turned into a word suit by the end. Was that that Donald person Trump? was like 15 when they watched this? Film. <laughs> Three of yeah. 22 found it helpful.
1: They put down their TikTok to watch a movie, or funny. they we watched went the it opposite. in a series of TikToks. I know that's how some kids watch films now.
2: God, yeah, you, you could watch Mean Girls as 153 TikToks earlier this year, I think.
3: <laughs> oh yeah I have watched movies on TikTok just yeah. I
2: haven't
0: you know taken that, that can, trip yet
2: you know that you can play the entirety of the movie Shrek and Beat Saber nice <laughs> <laughs> I,
4: I haven't like tried
1: that. but you can you could buy the entirety of the movie Shrek as gay boy cartridges
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's great
0: I Guess we're going to wrap it up for today unless someone wants to throw out a final thunker on this.
2: Uh, I love this movie. This rules and I had been wanting to watch it for a while so thank you Anna for bringing this.
0: And I just this is you know I I consider myself a bit of a film dork but yeah this I get uh, South Korean uh cinema is a blind spot so that that's one of the things where again like hey we're kind of forcing ourselves to watch stuff and some of it you need to force yourself to watch so because uh, I would have never gotten around to it, but here we are, so it works out.
1: Yeah, I need you three to bring me movies, or I will only watch things with dinosaurs in them.
2: <laughs> well, um let me just a spoiler for next week. I'm bringing something that you will probably
1: both like. Does it you have see? a dinosaur in it? No. Uh, well
2: But that's the thing. <laughs> I have to force you to watch it because it doesn't yeah. have a
1: dinosaur in it.
0: Robot.
2: It has blood. Okay. okay robot blood you, know, you like blood right you all like I blood, like blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's great it's the mitoc- it's the powerhouse of the cell i almost said it was the mitochondria of the cell and it <laughs> jumped all over the place uh
0: honey you have anything around the internet that people should should point themselves towards i, I forgot how we panned down that last time <laughs>
3: yeah no um I think I'm starting a podcast with my sister still doesn't have a name but you can look for my sister because she's Mercy escribe in everywhere and that's it um a sister living on the other side of the world and a and a sister living in Mexico so check it out I don't know the name of it yet but it's going to happen and thank you guys for having me again its I had so much fun. I really enjoyed watching Memories of Murder again.
1: Yeah, thanks for bringing it thanks. to us. Thanks we'll for probably me. see you again in a few... Well, when when does Parasite come up on the list, Matt?
0: Uh, it's a while. It's, it's considered to be a very good film, isn't it? Yeah, but it,
1: uh, it often, oh. even if it's good, because it's foreign it's not high on our list that's rated by idiots on imdb
0: okay if y'all vamp i'll tell you as i search through this pile i'm gonna vamp
1: by
2: seeing what this was rated because i think it was weirdly low for something that's considered an incredibly good film generally uh this is a oh no 8.1 it's not low at all yeah that's almost on the list (laughs) yeah
3: Yeah. well if you guys have another i mean yeah south korean movie i'm film I'm always on board but another Mexican film because well, you know how Matt Matt said that South Korean was his blind spot I guess Mexican films are mine because <laughs> I, I need to watch more of them so yeah well
1: yeah. like I said after next week we'll be back on our actual list of the top 100 bottom 100 from IMDb um so I'll get Matt to send me over the list and you can just take a look and pick any that you want um but I have we're not going to force you to sit in your niche of Mexico and South Korea. You can talk about any film
3: you want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I do we... enjoy those. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think Mexican films are represented on the list, even though I'm sure they should be. But
0: assuming there's not <laughs> another strike or something, which I guess there wouldn't be in the next couple of years, uh, since I, I don't know, who knows. Anyway, yeah, I think uh, the, the plan is, is going to
1: just... be a strike every three years going forward. <laughs> yeah, or we just yeah.
2: decide to revolt against our own ourselves. Anyway, Old Boy, we will be doing an
0: early 2025. And the, pre, uh, no, the Prestige Parasite is in early 2026. On the okay. good list, it is between Back to the Future and Whiplash.
2: Wow. <laughs> Just nice. for a
0: fun fact.
2: Okay. Yeah. Uh... So, and, and for anybody who doesn't know, the way that our podcast works is that the good list goes up and the bad list goes down. So... Mm. As we go along,
0: number one, yeah, they, the films, the get bad movies worse at the same get worse, technically, and the good movies
2: get better, theoretically, in theory, theoretically. I know some of the, the bad movies towards the end. Are, I'm, I'm morbidly curious
1: about. Oh, I'm curious that for some bullshit reason Jurassic Park didn't make our list because, <laughs> no, like, really because of like sense. the fourth decibel place is like slightly off. Whatever did make our list if matt had taken the screenshot on a different day it might have been in there
2: that's actually <laughs> probably true well I mean, you know what remember what i said that i think that on matt's birthday every year we should just go over what the list would be in an alternate <laughs> timeline just for fun
1: but next year for my birthday we pick a film off the list on our birthdays I want to do that North Korean monster movie that was made by kidnapping Japanese directors. Ah, <laughs> I don't know I about that, seen but that. that sounds hilarious. No, I haven't I seen haven't, it, but I want to. No,
3: I haven't seen the movie that, but I heard the 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 yeah. lore of it all. But uh yeah. Wow, interesting. Nice.
2: Well Whoa, I'm looking at a picture of the monster and it just looks like a giant Godzilla Minotaur with claws. Okay. He cool. you just sold Luke Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Produced by Kim Jong il. How about that? Oh, he's a, he was a film <laughs> fan.
0: Okay. Well, uh, I guess. You uh, can uh, play side, say
1: goodbye to... in Korean.
3: Uh, and for the viewers or for you guys? Every I mean, I guess you. it's the same. Everybody. Yeah. I guess just a new Hikaseo Bye and thank you. And see. Tone to 보내세요. Have a good week. That's it. <laughs>